0: Hi, welcome to Quid Pros Quo, I'm Zach. And I'm Rin. And today we have a guest star with us, Amelia, to talk to us about fan fiction. Introduce yourself, Amelia.
1: Hi
2: everyone, it's me, Amelia. You don't know me, I don't know you, but this is going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) Love
1: that. Um... We have a few, like, get-to-know-you questions first. Like, what are your favorite fandoms to write fanfiction for? Because when you pitched me this episode, I just assumed you write fanfiction and you don't just read
2: it. I do. I have over 300,000 words of fanfic currently online. I have a problem. A good problem, though. (laughs) Mainly, I kind of hyperfixate on one fandom at a time for a year or two. I've mostly written in the Avatar, The Last Airbender fandom, and the Batman fandom. But when I first started out, I would write in the BBC
1: Merlin TV show fandom. Mm, Oh. So... I grew up watching that show. Love Mm -hmm. it. Love it. Um, And then we've been asking our guests for a hot take on writing, fandoms, reading, etc. So do you have a hot take for us? Uh,
2: Yes. For reading fanfic, I recommend you use tags. So this is very, very niche. But basically on any um, fanfic website, you have the option to filter what kind of content you want in your book. So if you don't want any sexual content, you can filter that out. If you want it, you can put it in. I don't know why I used that as an example, but it came to mind. (laughs) But if you want a certain ship or a certain couple to get get, get together, you can also search that. It makes it really fun and easy to find good
1: content. Nice. Good tip, because I don't really do fanfiction. I We were just
0: discussing, like, we were discussing the other day about the last time that we wrote fanfic, and Mm -hmm. the last time I legitimately wrote fanfic was in, like, third or fourth grade, I think. And then again as a high school senior, but that was for an assignment, and yeah. I don't think I've done it since then.
1: You can tell that we're writers because we wrote fan fiction for an assignment. <laughs> like, non-writers don't do that. Um, yeah, we, we're talking about fan fiction. What exactly is fan fiction? Do you want to define it for us? For sure. So fan fiction to me is
2: essentially um, creative writing, but you're borrowing characters, setting, or plot from a different franchise. So, the medium can be pretty much anything. It can be poetry, songs. I've seen audiobooks, actually, of mm-hmm. fanfic. And mostly it is narrative.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, in short, that's kind of what it is. But
1: Cool. Very cool. Good to know. Um, and how did you get started with writing fanfic?
2: So, my roommates actually got it into me. I never touched it growing up, but freshman year of college, they kind of found me, put me in a room, said, You're not leaving until you read these fics. And I was like, Okay. I can do that if it's this or death and I actually really enjoyed it. And they made me finish watching the, the Merlin series. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've finished it, but the ending will cut your heart out. Yeah. And so I was, you know, grief stricken and upset and so I wrote like a twenty thousand word fanfic as my grieving process, put it online, and I kinda just fell in love with the community.
1: Mm-hmm. That and I've been is doing so that awesome.
2: ever since. So I blame my roommates.
1: That is so fair. I one thing I admire about fanfiction writers is their output mm-hmm. because they like just Words out like nobody's business. Yeah. Like it's scary. Yeah, it's scary.
0: So how do you do it? Like how do you how do you pump out that that many words?
2: I don't believe I am quite as incredible as some authors. I know some people who will post like twenty thousand every other week, and I don't know how they do that. I'm like, you have a job, right? <laughs> but um, for me personally, I get really excited about what I'm writing about. Yeah, you know, I can really just relax and write without worrying about the quality, mm-hmm. which sounds really bad, but. It does help get me get over a lot of my anxiety about good prose mm-hmm. when I can just have fun with the idea. Mm-hmm. And luckily, the fanfic community is very supportive. Mm-hmm. I have never had anyone be critical of my writing online oh. in this fandom. It's all been very supportive. You know, No one's going to be like, you use too many semicolons. <laughs> you know, literally, I don't think this is a very good fit for you. You should try something else. No, there's none of that. And so it's very encouraging to write. Fan fiction because you can find a good group of people who just want to support you and be your cheerleaders, mm-hmm. and so that's the main reason I can output a lot is because I feel motivated and you know excited about what I can write.
0: So the social aspect is really important in in prompting that output and being able to being able to write like there's no tomorrow and write without. You know the editor, the inner editor going like, nobody likes this, nobody will love it.
2: <laughs> yeah, the only only uh, editor I have is the one in my head. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when I write original fiction, which I do, then I always worry about, you know, how is it going to come across? Will my idea be understood? Mm-hmm. And when you share original fiction, at least for me, I, I feel the feedback I get is either, this is good or, how are you going to improve this? And I'm like, that is not what I wanted from you. Thank you. But my heart now hurts. Mm -hmm. So fanfiction is a lot less stressful for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you're talking a lot about the community aspect, and we talked a lot about community on the podcast recently. And we also just recorded an episode on social media, and we have this question about, like, where do you post fanfic, and, like, how do you, like, I guess, how do you get discovered with your fanfic? Because it's not like, there's no, like, scrolling through fanfic the way you scroll through TikTok.
2: You can. I do not recommend it, because... (laughs) If you just type in the fandom you want and search, you'll get a million search results and no way to understand what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. I generally post on AO3, our type of our own, and Tumblr. Mm -hmm. So short things, like a 200-word little blurb I'll put on Tumblr because it's really short. But any longer project, I'll put on AO3. It's one of the biggest uh, fanfic communities Mm -hmm. out there. It's really well organized. It's free. um, You can make an account, and it's just super easy to get into. You can nice. keep track of your comments. You can tell how many people are subscribed to you, um, how many hits you have on your on your fic, like how many people are reading yeah. it, and it's just really good for keeping track of things. So I have an unhealthy amount of bookmarks and things I revisit, and yeah. So that's generally how I do it. There's also lots of Discord groups that meet up. I'm not really part of any, and uh, yeah, there's a there's a big social aspect. I'm not even involved with yet.
1: Yet, yeah. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's always like, yeah when you know, yeah, like down bad, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, "Oh no, this is getting to
2: be a bigger problem than before."
0: <laughs> so, you've already talked about how the community aspect of fan fiction works to help ease the writing process. Could you speak to some of the differences that you see in the community around writing fan fiction versus the community of writing original original fiction?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think the main difference is expectation.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
2: Ren and I were in the same creative writing class. We've been to lots of events together and I think it's a good common theme of uh, original work writers is that th- they're very concerned with quality and the finished product and, you know, there's a lot more work that goes into it I think feel like and that's not discrediting fan fiction but fan fiction borrows a lot of things. It mm-hmm. borrows characters, it borrows setting, it borrows world building and so it kind of changes how you approach storytelling
0: mm-hmm.
2: and so when you cr- get a fanfic, you know, like, not critiqued but when someone reads your fanfic they already know a lot of background material and so they don't have as many questions regarding that as much mm-hmm. uh, additionally back to expectations as well when I go to a critique group for my, my novels I'm working on then I'm usually asking for does this flow right is the tension good does my character come across well when I'm writing fanfiction then I kind of want to see their gut reactions you know, the emotional things you know was this joke funny do they like the idea do they know what this is this going I don't really worry about you know the nuts and bolts of writing as much and the readers don't have this expectation to you know give feedback and expect an edit to come back later Mm -hmm. I think a couple times I've gotten like you should edit that typo it's kind of really bad I'm like oh yeah that ask needs a K not an extra S
0: (laughs) Uh, mm -hmm. so if if I were to kind of summarize like summarize what you just said it seems like the fanfic community is a little bit more focused on process and the original fiction community is a little bit more process or a little bit more focused on product as sort of like a like destination versus versus journey is that kind of kind of the vibe
2: mm-hmm. i think that's that's pretty pretty fair yeah uh, one thing about you know original fiction is that you know, they want you to finish the work and put it out there and revise it and you know put your heart and soul into it, which is great. Fanfic communities, because it's not professional, people will just not finish their work all the time. Mm-hmm. And you can find this amazing, beautiful piece of literature, and I'm going to call it literature. Um, they'll, they'll post like 50,000 words of it, and then just one day you'll never hear from the gamut, and they will stop uploading. And it's one thing heartbreaking, also frustrating, And so fans get really good at being nice because they want more content. They're like, I really want to see more of this. Please put more of this online. Yeah. And just in the hopes that someday it'll come back. And it doesn't always. But, you know, I've gotten really good at just enjoying what's already out there and not having expectations for more. Mm -hmm. Because then I would always be sad and unhappy because
0: you
1: don't always get what you want. Yeah. That checks out. Um. What do you see as, like, the pros and cons of writing fanfiction? Like, you've talked a lot about the pros. Are there any cons, do you think?
2: Yeah, the pros, I think, are, I've already covered a lot. Cons, there's definitely a social stigma against it. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of writers who are kind of embarrassed to say they write fanfiction. I've lost all my shame, and so that's why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) But um, definitely when I first heard of fanfiction, I was like, I don't want to touch that. I've heard bad things about, you know, really cringy self-insert stories and, you know, it's kind of a joke in some communities but you know once I got into it I realized this is really valid and it's a great way to get into exploring something that you know, ideas and characters and just practice writing for the joy of it and you know yeah. for it's not really a high chance you're gonna like turn your fanfic into a novel like Fifty Shades of Grey did um you kind of just write in it because you like to write it and so it takes a lot of pressure off but it does get hard sometimes to be honest with people like what do you write it's like well I have a 50,000-word fanfic of one of Batman's Robins. (laughs) Do you want to read this? (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, once you get over that, then you can find a lot of good friends. It's just that initial push against that. You see the same thing in, like, fantasy genre writing, Mm -hmm. where someone's like, you write Pulp Fiction? Oh, Mm, that's not real writing. It's like, yes, it is. Anything you put on paper is real writing.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It has letters.
0: Yeah, it has it's written.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you just like totally nailed the next question I was gonna ask about like whether you wanted to speak to the debate about like whether fanfiction is real writing or not, and I'm putting that in air quotes for people who aren't in the room. Um, <laughs> but like you've called it literature, you as real writing. You, I really like your emphasis on the joy of fanfiction. I think that's really important. Um,
0: Do you have any idea where like the where, like, the stigma comes from around fanfic, if you were just going to be an armchair expert?
2: Yes, well, according to my professional opinion, <clears throat> I think it comes from, you know, I wouldn't say college, but the academia around literature in general. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've been in a lot of classes where the first, first term semester teacher says, what constitutes a good book? And either they'll tear that up or they'll really lean on that, you know, what makes good literature And in creative writing as well, there's this kind of expectation for literary fiction Mm -hmm. to be like the academic standard where if you write like some really postmodern short story about two people arguing in a car over a cat or something, that is peak literature. But writing about dragons and elves and adventure is kind of lesser.
1: Mm.
2: And I like, uh, me and Vin had a good good professor who pushed back against that and say, write what you love, Mm -hmm. which I think is really great. But there is a problem, you know, in any form of literature and writing where someone wants to feel superior and so they'll decide that one genre is better than the others, mm-hmm. and they'll put down the rest.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's not really true. It's all about personal preference and what you like. And if we're gonna like throw throw hands about fanfic not being real, a lot of classic literature is just remakes of Greek legends or of different stories. Lord of the Rings is a Beowulf fanfiction. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. you find it everywhere.
0: Yeah. Nadia I read
1: Bible fan fiction. Exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I recently read a uh, read a book about fan fiction, and that was something that the author pointed out is that when you think about what fan fiction is at its at its core, you can look around and be like, okay, well, you have Homer, right? Mm-hmm. You have Shakespeare, who is engaging in fanfic. Um, you even like you can keep going. You can name all of these different people, where it's like you're all engaging in fanfic to one degree or another, even if it's not perhaps as obvious as saying this is a story about you know Draco and Hermione kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's still like it's still part of writing, and it's part of how how we tell stories being human, right?
2: Exactly. There's no real original content when you get down to the end of the day. It's all about how you remix it. Mm -hmm. So saying this is a retelling of. Hades and Persephone. No, that's your fanfic of Hades and Persephone. Wow. You just changed a few details. Mm-hmm. I
1: feel a little called out, like how <laughs> my first book is like technically Alice in Wonderland fanfiction. I've never thought of it like that before. Like every like three to six months, that thought will pop up. I'm like, you just wrote like really long fanfic and published it. I'm like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry
2: film. god. No for real. like where is the line between retelling and fan fiction? Like mm-hmm. it's really uh, I think
1: it's the 90 year copyright. <laughs> <fan> <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know if I have any more questions. I feel like you answered all my questions really well.
0: Let's say so we recently wrapped up a wrapped up a series on getting started with writing. Let's say that we have a listener who is intrigued by fanfic, maybe has a dirty little secret, maybe has something that they want to try. What's something that they should keep in mind as they get started?
2: I think just at the end of the day, it should be fun. I mean, in all my writing, even with fanfic, I've reached a point where I'm, like, terrified that I'll disappoint a reader or that it won't be good enough. Mm-hmm. But I really had to pull back and realize, no, I'm writing this for me, and I should be excited for the next chapter. Even if, like, I'm thinking about quality, the end result is fanfiction is something you do usually for free Mm. because it makes you happy about something. And so whether you're trying to find good things to read or start, like, getting subscribers for your little account in the corner of the internet, at the end of the day, even if you only get one view and yourself clicking on the page, then it counts and the whole process was for you. Mm -hmm. And so don't be nervous about, you know trying to build a fanfic empire or trying to find amazing readers or you're not getting enough comments, you know, just pull back and think about why am I really doing this? Is it, you know, if you're doing original fiction, do you want to get published? Yes, that's an end goal, but you should have fun writing first. And fanfic, because you're not going to be paid, really makes you focus on that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that so much. I've loved your emphasis on, like, enjoying the journey and in the writing process. I think that's something I definitely need to rekindle in my writing so thank you so much amelia for coming on the show Always oh, been a pleasure thank you so much for inviting me yeah
0: where can our where can our listeners find your stuff whether original or fanfic
2: <laughs> ao3 batman crack fanfic i'm not giving <laughs> any more details because you have my public name <laughs>
0: <laughs> very good well thank you so much amelia and thank you to our listeners for joining us we will see you next time quit pros quo is hosted by dc winters and ck jensen If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a rating. And if you'd like to contact us, you can email us at quibprosquo at gmail.com. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts.